Good day, everybody. How are you on this? What is it? Thursday, January 11th. Glad you're tuning in. Glad you're here to join me. Had to uh, update some titles. My Crowder headline was a little too clickbaity. Pissed off a few people, so I had to update that. And I want to update it on Rumble right away, too, because... Um, I don't want to ever, you know, it's a fine line with, you know, trying to, um, grab people's attention and, and, and also like, you know, you want to have like sensational titles to get people's attention, but you don't want to like, you don't want people to feel like you lied to them. So you don't ever want to trade your trust for clicks, you know? So I updated that. I also updated the title of this, um, hold on a second. Uh, okay. I don't want people to feel like I, you know, purposely misled them. That one was a little too baity. I think that generally if what happens is when you have a title that's like too clickbaity and you have like an old audience like I do, not like old, but like people that are subscribed to the channel but haven't watched it in a while, they see a video and they haven't watched it in a while for one reason or another. And then they, and they're the ones that then bitch and complain. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't watched you in six months and now I got fooled into watching this video and I'm pissed. Um, yeah. Okay. But I'm not really that mad because you weren't watching my videos anyway, but I don't want people to, I don't want people to, uh, you know, you get people in the comments that are like, you're doing it all the time. You clickbait all the time. I'm like, see, you don't watch my videos then because I, I definitely don't do that. Like, I don't clickbait quote unquote all the time. Remember how I did a video last month about Bob Iger resigning? Uh, well, I think if you actually watch the video, I think that I think part of it is if people, if people, watch the video, they know the truth, but the title of it can be kind of clickbaity for sure. You know? Um, and I'm sure I told the truth in the video, you know? So sometimes instigating drama, I'm not instigating anything. It's probably all the people that are mad. You clickbait all the time, just be honest, we won't rip you as hard. I, I think we just, I think that we define clickbait differently. I believe like for me, clickbait is you have something in the title or the description or something and you don't address it in the video or, you know, it's completely wrong or this, that, or the other thing. Um, I th think my titles are sensational and can be overly sensational. Um, that I agree with. But for me, clickbait means that you're like, you're like, uh, willingly or purposely setting out to mislead people, which I never do, you know?
that kind of thing. I'm no masturbator. Uh, Pat, the plumber, you're going to give Colin Rugg a verbal lashing. I thought about it, but then all the videos about, um, you know, I, th oh, I forgot what I'm saying now. Shit. Sorry. It's not clickbait. It's good marketing. It's a write-off. Bright red text, lurid cartoonish thumbnail graphics is all designed to get clicks. Correct. But would you call that clickbait? I mean, am I supposed to just do Tim's thing where, like, there's no thumbnail ever, except I say that there's going to be civil war every video? I'm competing against a lot of people, you know? It's just a fine line. Of course, I sensationalize everything. That's part of it. You would call that clickbait. Well, I think your definition of clickbait is incorrect. I think clickbait is, I guess, maybe we just have different definitions of it. Yeah, I did have a Biden moment. <laughs> I think that for me, for something to be clickbait, it has to be like you create something that you know is false or that you like, perp you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there has to be like a... An intention, an intention to, uh, I would call it engagement bait. I think that that's, I think that's fair to call it. I'll call it that. <laughs> All right. So lots of news to talk about today, including Fauci uh, getting big mad. Uh, admitting behind the scenes that essentially, from what I understand, he doesn't believe that shutting down the schools had any effect whatsoever on children's ed 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 education. He also doesn't, uh, he also admitted, it seems like, that, um, that there was no science that backed the whole six foot social distancing thing. It was just a thing. You know, so let's talk about that. We got um, other topics we could talk about. Whoopi Goldberg saying that all the gays will disappear <laughs> if Donald Trump is elected. They're trotting out that old crumb. We've got a new Marvel show that's really very poor. Um, that is that is getting very poor reviews. We got lots of stuff. I wanted to start with, if I could, just a, a bit of a thought I wanted to share with a viewer. Yeah, I, I agree. I've seen clickbait videos on YouTube and they're super annoying. Engagement bait, I can agree. You got me to engage. Yeah, it's a fine line. You don't ever want to piss anyone off. Uh, shout out to the basement for 10 cents off pipe cleaning. <laughs> Go to patspipecleaning.com. Yeah, 10 cents off. That's a good deal. I wanted to, I got an email from a viewer and I wanted to respond publicly because I thought maybe some people um, needed to hear it more than just once. You know, sometimes if I responded to everybody all the time, it can be difficult to kind of reach everybody. But 
Fortunately, I have a nice uh, platform to share some things. And um, I wanted to talk about like addiction. So I had um, a viewer of mine email me and say that their spouse is heading down a bad path with uh, addiction to alcohol. Uh, as somebody who has an addictive personality, I wanted to offer some words of encouragement. Essentially, they wanted to know how the heck they could even handle it. And, um, you know, how do you bring it up to your spouse? Um, they're at the point now where they're doing kind of your, you know, alcohol for, for me, there's a reason I did a dry January and that's because I, you know, realized that I was going down kind of a dangerous path where I woke up one day and I was like, oh, you know, it started out as social drinking, but then when you socialize five days a week, you're kind of just an alcoholic. And, um, you know, that's kind of how it happened for me. Like, oh, I have bowling on this night and darts on this night. And we practice darts on this night. And then people came over this night and then someone came over in the weekend. And before I knew it, I drank six out of seven days a week. And, uh, I had never like reached the point of like day drinking or sneaking drinks or hiding alcohol or anything like that. Um, but I did realize that like it was time, um, you know, to, to dial it back a little bit. Um, and so I decided to do a dry January and have I been perfect? Nope. It's only been 11 days and I've already screwed up at least once. Um, but every day I wake up and I'm like, okay, well, no, you know, no booze today. It helped that, uh, there was a blizzard on Tuesday and I didn't have darts. So I didn't drink that night. So, you know, I essentially went from like, you know, maybe drinking, you know, if it was like, if I had been on that path, I probably would have drank eight or nine days out of 11 instead I drank one or two. So that's a win. You're not going to just like beat it, um, automatically going cold Turkey when, Drinking is so ingrained. It becomes so ingrained in the things that you do, right? Like for me, it was like, um, for me, it was like, oh, I'm at darts, gonna drink. Got bowling, gonna drink. I'm better when I drink. I'm better at darts when I drink. And uh, then it's like, oh, the Packer game's on. I'm stressed out. I'm gonna drink. Um, people come over. I'm gonna drink. Um, I never felt like the need for it or whatever, but there was always reasons. You know, like there's always a reason to drink if you look for it. And um, I think for me, I was like, okay, well, I'm dialing it back. I'm probably never going to quit because I just love drinking too much. Like it's, it's too awesome. Um, but like, you know, I need to be at like once a week instead of five days a week. And I think that's kind of what I went into 2024 as. Anyway, you know, I'm somebody who you know, has always had an addictive personality. You know, I had, you know, I was addicted to, to pills for a while, you know, never, I it never got to the point where like I was having interventions. I was always self-aware like, oh, you know, I, I'm going a little, you know, like there was a time where I was like getting Vicodins for like a dollar each and I would wake up in the morning and I would feel the need for Vicodin. And I was like, okay. Like I realized at that moment, like, okay, your body's like saying you need it or I would be like rationing them. And I was like, okay, you have a problem. Just quit it. And I was able to just quit. 
And all the things that I've been addicted to in my life, even cigarettes, I've been pretty clean on cigarettes unless I drink also. And if I drink a bunch, then I end up getting weak and have a cigarette, but I pretty much quit smoking. But you know, for a long time I was addicted to that. So I see, so like once I get addicted to working out and like <laughs> going to church, things are going to be great. Um, but like, uh, I guess the email was asking like, how the, how the hell do I even bring this up to my spouse? You know, they think I don't know. Um, I don't know what I would do because I know how I reacted when my wife was like, oh, you're, oh, you're, you're drinking again, huh? <laughs> you know, that kind of shit, right? Um, this advice sucks. I haven't got to the advice yet. Relax. I'm just telling you, I'm coming from a place of somebody who uh, has dealt with it. I'm also not an expert. And I think people should talk to therapists or people who are good at it. I know that there are a lot of people that say like AA is a scam. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Um, I also don't think that alcohol is evil. And I, I think that life, you know, all things in moderation. Um, but I think that it's something that uh, when you need, an alcoholic is not able to moderate. Uh, yeah, you're not wrong about that. You're not wrong about that. Um, yeah, I don't think I was an alcoholic. I was just drinking too much because it's easy for me not to drink and I don't have any like physical withdrawals or anything like that. Um, so uh, anyway, what I'm saying is uh, I felt myself going down that road. And as somebody who's strong-willed and stuff like that, to have somebody say something to you like, oh you drinking again or, Oh, you know, you get, there's like that reaction where you're like, Oh, you know, it's embarrassing when somebody says that to you. Right. Uh, it's embarrassing. People react very poorly. I reacted poorly, you know, um, things of that nature. But I do think if you know somebody who is struggling there's really two pieces of advice that I can give um, as somebody who has had a lot of friends go through it. Some of them died, overdosed and died. Some of them got clean. Some of them never got clean. Um, here's just my experience. If you're going to try to help them, you have to put yourself in the... Uh, you have to be willing for them to hate you uh, because they probably will. They'll probably be mad. And when they come out the other side, hopefully they do, they'll understand what you did for them. That's kind of the only way you can approach it. I've gone through this several times with friends who I just tried to help. You know, I gave friends jobs, um, gave them, gave them, made up work for them to do stuff around my house because they needed money, even though I knew they were addicted to drugs, things like that. Um, and that never helped them. Uh, never helped them at all. And so eventually I ended up just cutting those people out of my life because that's, that's kind of, um, if for somebody who's dealing with that, if you have friends who have, or loved ones who are dealing with addiction, you also have to worry about yourself and you can't let them bring you down with them. You can't enable them. Um, 
And I think you have to be willing to give some tough love and say, you know, it's going to make you uncomfortable, but you know, what's what I would always say is like, and what I would say to the person who sent me that email, what's going to make you more uncomfortable pissing off your spouse. Let's say they, let's say the worst, you know, the thing, the worst thing that you could imagine, they divorce you or leave you, right? Which are you going to feel worse if they do that? Or if they're hammered, they get behind the wheel and kill themselves or kill someone else. Which one is going to feel worse? And 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 that that's the thing about addiction is that it's super selfish, and um, that's the position the addict is putting you in. And I don't think that you should ever feel like you have to apologize for that. You know, there's you know a friend of mine would drink, and he he was a hard worker. He was like a work hard, drink hard guy. He was like doing an extra job. He had a couple beers and he, I don't know if he fell asleep at the wheel or if he was too drunk. I'm not sure, but he hit a tree and died. That was like last summer. You know, do, do you, do you want to be peeling him off the road or do you want them to hate you? It's a shitty situation, but I guess my advice would be in that situation, if you're, you know, they're the ones putting you in that position and that you should always remember that. And, um, you shouldn't feel guilty or bad or anything like that. You can get somebody help. You don't have to abandon them. But I think that understanding that you're not the bad guy, <laughs> you know, you're not the bad guy in the situation. The person, you know, hiding drinks and getting drunk in secret and this, that, and the other, they're the bad person. Not really bad person. You get what I'm saying. They're the selfish one. You know, um, and and at some point, yeah, Pat the Plumber said, so I gave my brother 40 bucks and he died that night of a heroin overdose. Yeah, I mean, that's, there's a million stories like that. And I think there's like far fewer stories of people being like, uh, hey, I, you know, I, I told my best friend that you know, I wasn't going to borrow him any more money and I wasn't going to hang out with him and I wasn't going to hang out at the bar anymore because I think he's an alcoholic. And then he hates me now and I don't see him, but he's alive. You know, like that. I think, um, they need your help. And if they're, they're a loved one, then that, that help may come in the form of you even separating you walking away from it if they don't want to get help. So it's a shitty situation. I just want to know my, um, you know, you know, I just want people to know that I'm, I, you know, people email me all the time about stuff like that. And like, I'm no expert, but I'm happy to listen. And, um, you know, imagine being mad at someone for drinking. I mean, I don't think that I don't have any problem with drinking. It's just, you know, when it becomes a problem, when you're like doing the cartoonish, like hiding liquor around the house, stopping at the bar and slamming five shots before you get home and thinking your wife doesn't know that you're hammered drunk at, you know, that kind of stuff. When you start doing that kind of stuff, um, it becomes a little bit, a little bit, uh, of a problem. He's too chunky to be addicted to soy. Actually, I know quite a few fat vegetarians. Soy is not exactly healthy for you from what I understand. Listening to you makes me want to drink every time Jeremy says, uh, I want to take a shot. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh, you're mad. Oh, bye Turbo Supra. I'm sorry. I was just trying to have a real moment. 
I guess I'll just shut up and read the news. I'll just shut up and read the news. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> My wife's a vegetarian. She's fat as hell. <laughs> oh, man. Hope she's not watching, bud. Just hide your alcohol in the Jew tunnels. That's what you should do. Yeah. Okay. Let's get... Uh, if you're new, maybe you're new to the stream, right? You haven't watched a stream before, but this is how I do my thing. Like I interact with chat. I interact with my viewers. I'm not Benny Johnson. I'm not Steven Crowder. I don't have pre-programmed shows and ignore the chat. I actually talk to my chat. You know, I'm not here to force my opinions on you. I'm here to have a conversation. So, you know, if that makes you mad, I understand and that there, there are definitely more shows out there for you that aren't interested in interacting with their beautiful, good smelling viewers. I am interested. Dr. Fauci say it isn't so. Uh, Apparently, six-foot social distancing guidance was not based on scientific data. New viewers, Jeremy gives tax advice. Ask him about tax write-offs. That's true. And also, if you're brand new, you should tell me that the link doesn't work. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? I like that. Um, I like that. Uh, we have this thing here, right, in our chat, in our in our show, on our show, that like there's a lot of people that that are used to other streams, where they think that nobody reads the chat. They're used to like talking shit in the chat, and then like, you know, I don't want that guy to leave. I just I'm saying like, uh, I think it's always funny when people are like. You know, they talk shit in chat like I'm not reading it. <laughs> like I'm always reading the chat. A lot of other guys only read when people pay them money. Yeah, Moonrat, our show. Yeah, yeah, it is our show. What, uh, what show would, if I was just doing it here for myself, would it even be a show? What's your email? Uh, the quartering at gmail.com is fine. I do catch people sleeping all the time. Dr. Anthony Fauci confessed to lawmakers Tuesday that guidelines to help keep six feet of separation ostensibly to limit the spread of COVID-19, quote, just sort of appeared without scientific input. Fauci, 83, revealed that the, uh, to the House Select Subcommittee, which was private, by the way, on the coronavirus pandemic, that the, quote, six feet apart recommendation championed by him and other public health officials was, quote, likely not based on scientific data. Well, I'm sure that is the only thing. Not patron Saint. No, no, not patron Saint Fauci. I just bought the candle. 
I just bought the candle. I'm guys, everyone, relax. I see you in chat. Relax. Relax. I'm sure this was the only thing during the coronavirus worldwide lockdowns that was not based on science. Calm, calm down. Calm down. No, no, no. I see. I see it. I see you guys. I hear you guys. I'm sure that this was the only thing. The lockdowns, the forced vaccinations, all this. Now, I, that was all science-based, but not this. Just this one thing. Trust the science. Praise Fauci. That's the letter. You draw an F. Praise be to Fauci. Schools nationwide remain closed well into the second year of the pandemic, pandemic, as a result of the social distancing guidelines, which were disputed by both research studies and other health officials. Quote, it never struck me that six feet was particularly sensical in the context of mitigation. Dr. Ashish Jha, the dean of Brown University Public Health, who served as President Biden's COVID response coordinator for 15 months, but he never, but never bothered to say anything. He never bothered to, this chick never bothered to say anything to the president about it, that, that she didn't think it was based in science. Never said anything about it though. Close the gyms. I wish the CDC would just come out and say that this isn't a major issue. Asked about the study, I studied in Massachusetts schools that found that just three feet of distance between students resulted in a similar COVID case rate. Fauci said the same month that the CDC and prevention was very carefully reviewing the data. Well, six feet, that's the perfect length to share bubble tape. But it's for you. But what about four feet, seven inches? Or what about two feet, 11 inches? Is that the same? I thought the, the science. A top White House advisor to two presidential administrations, Fauci's transcribed interview before the House COVID panel revealed systemic failures in our public health system and shed light on serious procedural concerns with our public health authority. Those, quote, failures included foisting vaccination mandates on schools and businesses. Quote, after two days of testimony and 14 hours of questions, many things became evident during his interview today. Dr. Fauci claimed that the policies and mandates he promoted may unfortunately increase vaccine hesitancy for years to come. Gee, I wonder why. It's clear that dissenting opinions were often not considered or suppressed quickly. <clears throat> Should a future pandemic arise, I'm sure they will, by the way, America's response must be guided by scientific fact.
I thought they were. I thought they were giving us the scientific facts. I'm telling you, just wait. Just wait until we find out about the vaccine. You know uh, how all these, all these, uh, you see like daytime television, right? Like during daytime television, um, there's all these class action lawsuit commercials. Me, do you, would you or a friend uh, know, know anybody who has mesothelioma? Blah, 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 blah. Did you grow up eating lead paint chips? Dial this number now. It'll be like five or six years from now. You'll see, did you take the COVID-19 vaccine? And the first one will be Johnson & Johnson. This is my prediction. This is my prediction. It'll be the first one will be Johnson & Johnson. Did you take the Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine? You too may qualify for all this money. Winstrup said the committee members remain frustrated with Dr. Fauci's inability to recollect COVID-19 information that is important to our investigation, while others we have spoken to do seem to recall the facts. Representative Michael Cloud of Texas, who sits on the panel, said Tuesday that Fauci has shown an, quote, amazing ability to either forget what happened or then to find ways to shirk any sort of responsibility for the influence that was had. They washed their hands of any sort of responsibility, saying, oh, those decisions were made by school districts. But the school districts knew that if you don't follow the guidance that's coming out of the federal government, you open yourself up to lawsuits. Quote, he says he's still not convinced that there was any learning loss. In that view, he's and that view is still really open for discussion. I think if you ask any parent, they will tell you that it was a major hit on their child's development. Fauci on shutting down all the schools. Now, I it would be nice. I know this. I know this is probably asking a lot. But it would be really nice if they didn't politicize this. You know? It would be the bee's knees if perhaps the biggest health scam in history wasn't politicized. Perhaps, allegedly. It would be nice if they didn't make this about Republicans and Democrats. But we know damn well that's not happening. Shut down the schools, shut down the gyms, shut down everything but McDonald's. Can't go to the gym to work out, but you can get your GMOs. You can get your uh, your fake meat, whatever. Get your seed oils. Get your microplastics. We need those schools for illegal immigrants, guys. Bees have six knees, FYI. Fun fact. It's true. Hitman. Can't go to church. Grandma's going to die alone. Grandma's going to die alone. Sorry, you're, is your loved one, is your loved one uh, dying in the hospital? You can hug them through this plastic curtain. 
People forget that, that they did that shit. They did that. They did that. Hug them through a plastic curtain, guys. Can't go to church unless you dig a tunnel. Like, gotta gotta go to church. You gotta pull into the parking lot of your church and sit there and zoom in. Watch your loved ones die live on Twitch. Give Amazon more of your money. Increase the increase the already gigantic wealth gap. Praise Fauci. Buy this bobblehead of Fauci made in China. FBI scanning license plates of churches. Yeah. Can't go to church. You want to go to a funeral? You got to zoom in. So Crowder uh, did his clean slate. What do we think about the clean slate thing? Crowder did deleting his social media. Was it much ado about nothing? Because I see he's already posting again. Or did I completely misunderstand his video? Lost all respect for government and pig cops. I'll tell you this. There's one thing that's really nice about living in the country. Is we are policed by sheriff's departments. And the sheriff's department is a publicly elected position. And so when Wisconsin governor... Uh, whatever his name is, Tony worship, Tony Fauci. I forget what his name is now. God, I hope he, I'm hope he, uh, gets beat in the next election. We'll say Tony Evers. When he issued a statewide lockdown, the sheriff's department by us immediately, uh, the sheriff's department immediately issued a statement. So they weren't enforcing it. They're like, we're not, we're not enforcing it. That's what you get when you have a sheriff, you know, you, they, they, they know that they have to run for election. Could you imagine like in small towns, the sheriff shutting down the, the local bar? You kidding me? That would never happen. What County, uh, Washington County. They were like, Nope, not, we're not enforcing this. Just so everyone knows we're not enforcing this. That's, a, that's exactly what they said the, the day of the lockdown. And I've always had pretty good interactions with sheriff's deputies. Except for when they, you know, handcuffed me and stuff. There were sheriffs in California. It wasn't just a Wisconsin thing. Yeah, it was definitely all around. Did you guys know the gays are disappearing? His point was delete everything to reset the algorithm. Nonsense. Yeah. I pissed. I think I misinterpreted his video and then it pissed a bunch of people off. Um, since I retitled it, it's coming back a little bit on the like to dislike ratio. Stop teasing us. Guys, I can only vote so hard. 
All right. I feel like I don't know. Is this a stand? Is this? Yeah. Uh, let's let's make this a video. You know, if I were Crowder, man, he takes so much time off. I, I, I wish he wouldn't take so much time off. Like, there's so much going on right now, and he's not even coming back for another like two weeks. Is that what he said? You've been handcuffed by cops. Do tell, then add to it. it had and if I, I've been handcuffed several times by police. I'll tell you more on my locals. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, okay. Let's talk about this. Doobie doobie doo. Ah, the view. Paneled by four old biddies who uh, nobody should care about anything they say. Uh, continuously makes headlines for um, being the most out-of-touch, overweight morons on the planet. Now, I love taking health advice from Whoopi about Goldberg, who's about 175 pounds overweight. I love hearing about what it's like, what the every man uh, and every woman is going through from uber-rich, completely out-of-touch morons like Joy, Joy Behar. But this individual take has been kind of hilarious to me. Whoopi Goldberg has now, now just, like this headline is, is backfiring because it's, it's just so great. But this is the headline. Leave a like on the video if, if you can only vote so hard. Whoopi Goldberg warns that if you vote for Donald Trump, you will make quote, gay folks and journalists disappear stop whoopee i can only vote so hard by the way i don't care about gay folks disappearing but if i have to sacrifice you my gay viewers to get rid of the journalists i hope you know that you went because of a good cause my gay viewers we all will remember your sacrifice okay we will all remember and honor your sacrifice my gay viewers and those of you who happen to be gay who also vote for Trump, you will be worshipped in Valhalla for your sacrifice. A lot of people might be saying, well, I was on the fence. But... <laughs> uh, uh, let's look at the article first. The view recent, by the way, they're trotting out this old chestnut too. this old chestnut. I remember when I think it was, was it, um, what's his name? Um, the guy who, who, uh, has all these, who has a propensity of grabbing other men's junk on camera. Um, the, the loser wash up guy from star Trek. Was it him who said that somebody said that, uh, you know, Trump was going to put gay people in camps. That was literally, if you remember, I know it was, you know, 2016. So it was like basically a thousand internet years ago. But there was a point where the narrative was in fact that they would put gays in camps uh, 
if Trump got elected. They, they said that. I remember. The view, and like, he got elected and nothing happened. Oh, uh, Mike Pence was going to all put him in conversion therapy, all this stuff. None of that happened. The view recently claimed the GOP spreads frantic, slanderous message warning that the Democrat politicians indeed to harm, uh, in, intend to harm civilians. Yet co-host Whoopi Goldberg applies the same fear tactic to Republicans on Tuesday, specifically targeting Donald Trump. Quote, this is Whoopi Goldberg, so I'm already fat, so just imagine I'm, I'm, I'm black with fake dreadlocks. I'm here to say it's ours to lose. This, it is this country. This is what it's all about. Either you want to work forward thinking, you want everyone to have the ability to say how they feel, what they want to move forward, or you don't. Or you want someone who says, I'm going to be on day one, I'm going to be a dictator, who says it to you, tells you, I'm going to put you people away. I'm going to take all the journalists and all the gay folks and I'll move you all around and disappear you. I'm sorry. Did Trump say that? I think that, you know, this is, this is just outright libelous statements. Trump never said anything of that. First of all, he doesn't like journalists. Everyone knows that. But I can't specifically think of anything Trump has said that was like anti-LGBTQ. Can you? If you can, let me know in the comment section or in chat. I can't. I can't. He never said that. They love to use minorities, minority groups, as their purse puppies to push their political agenda. They love that. Trump has never said any of that stuff. If that's not what you, the country you want, then you have to make a decision. What? I, I mean, sorry, Dave Rubin. I'll miss you. Sorry. Bye, Dave Rubin. Your sacrifice will not be forgotten. Well, that is certainly one way to instill fear into voters. Gullible voters, that is. At this point, you'd expect us to continue quoting Goldberg as she explains what evidence she has that Trump wants to disappear journalists and gay folks. Unfortunately, she didn't provide any evidence. None, and her co-host sat idly by as she lied to viewers. We would say if Disney was not so distracted by the Jimmy Kimmel, Pat McAfee spat, the executives would concern themselves with type, this type of vile propaganda occurring under the name of ABC News Umbrella as The View still inexplicably does. However, the company has since allowed the host of The View to spew similar baseless rhetoric since 2016 with zero repercussions. So expect similar segments to continue. I think the only time, you can re maybe you can refresh my memory. The only time I can think of that The View ever apologized about anything was when Whoopi Goldberg said some stuff about Jews. I think. There was something that she had to apologize for. There was something she had to apologize for not that not that far long ago. And I'm pretty sure she just said some stuff about Jews. 
That's the only time that the view has ever, to my knowledge, issued any kind of correction. I could be wrong about that. It was the, yeah, it was Holocaust stuff. Yes, correct. Yeah, she's a denialist. Yeah. Tyranny is creeping into the West, but Donald Trump is not at the forefront of the movement, nor is he targeting gay people and journalists. Others are. The timing of Goldberg's tirade is also cringe. A day prior, a journalist in Canada was arrested for asking Canadian Deputy Prime Minister Christia Freeland about Iran. Take a look. This guy's always getting arrested. This was, you know, this was weird. He did, I'm not going to play the whole video because I feel like Ezra, you know, I like this guy. I really do like the work this guy does. I think he was the guy that did the rugby stuff like that. Um, you know, some good on the field reporting, but then they lose all credibility when they immediately, they put out the video along with a fundraiser. I hate that. This is why I will never support Rebel News. Sorry for a tangent, but I'm allowed. Can I tangent here for a second? Every time Rebel News does something interesting, they, they always attach fundraising to it. Like, didn't, didn't, uh, remember when they, was it Rebel News that when they were doing Hamilton or something like that in the park, and then they sent like, was it Laura Loomer or something to go get arrested? And they had already set up the fundraiser before she got kicked out. It's like they purposely send their employees to go get arrested so they can grift money off of it. I hate that. I think that there are probably good people at Rebel News. I happen to know a lot of people that used to work there and no longer work there anymore for various reasons that are not my own to share. But I just feel like, you know, maybe just don't, maybe just do the reporting and. Um, you know, make money, like maybe you should have your own coffee brand or something like that. I mean, I like rebel news. I like the work that they do. I just wish they didn't this feel. It's like when I talk about Loomer, like Loomer does great work, but then she like will always put something in. That's like an out and out lie or, you know, she gets, you know, she ruins, she ruins a credibility sometimes, which I do too, of course, but I'm not a reporter, you know? Um, you know, but there's a lot of people that used to work for Rebel that have had, you know, said some things about them. But, you know, this guy getting arrested, I disagree with and I do stand with him. I just feel like maybe, you know, wait a minute to start the fundraiser. I do, I do think that they do good. Like if you're in Canada, that's as good as you're going to get, right? That's like as, that's, that's like as good as you're going to get in Canada. So, you know, I don't want them to go anywhere. But anyway, no, Trump has no issue at all with uh, Jewish people or Jewish people, uh, LGBTQ people. Uh, many gay people voted for him. People, it's always an inconvenient truth that there's a lot of gay Republicans. The idea that Whoopi Goldberg would be standing on the plight of the LGBTQ community using their fear against him to try and bully people into voting for Joe Biden, who doesn't even seem to be awake half of the time. Um, you know, you know, I don't know. You know, it's, 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 it's cringe and dumb. And of course the responses are great. Whoopi, you don't need to sell him to me. Journalist disappeared a long time ago. Not sure she's making the point she wants to. 
Can we restrict it to just journalists somehow? Yeah, I'm fine with gay people still chilling. But if you got to go, sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. I appreciate you. I appreciate your sacrifice. I will never forget you. You know? <laughs> but, you know, you know, goodbye. <laughs> I just, I'm kidding. I'm sort of. Are they trying to convince us? All the homies reading this. Uh -huh. Okay, I'm okay with journalists vanishing. Journal, you know, I mean, it's like your terms are acceptable. I wouldn't say that this uh, went the exact way that they wanted to. <laughs> I will remember you. Next story. I'd miss you, gays. You're welcome here. But if you think I wouldn't sacrifice you in a second to get rid of journal, I'm kidding. It's just a joke. <laughs> Shout out to Celtic Fox, who's willing to die on the altar. <laughs> All right, next topic. Am I just being petty about Rebel News? I don't follow them regularly because every time they they do something, it's like some scam to raise monies. Was that was that was that Loomer? Who am I remembering that like went to the play in the park? Remember that? There was a play in the park and they sent this chicken to to with the express purpose of getting arrested. And then it came out later that they had already purchased like the fundraising domain and set everything up before this broad even went in there. And it's like, dude, I, I get that you got to make money, but like, I don't know. I don't like that. Am I just being, maybe I'm just being a dick, you know? But I'm just like, ah, you know, it's the same thing when people, you know, are raising a shitload of money and talking about being censored constantly, but don't embrace new tech. Rebel apparently fucked around Lauren Southern pretty good. There's dozens of people that they fucked over. Some of them work for me now at the Publica. You're always a dick. Yeah. Okay. Fair. It's a little grifty. I guess you got to make money how you make money, but I think I can still, I can still not love it. Pariah farming. That's an interesting way to put it, Brian. Rebel News isn't the best, but Trudeau government does attack them at every chance they slander or lie about them. Yeah, that's true. I agree with that. I, that's, that's true. Don't hate the grift. No, you're just aware of the levels of political grift that go on. Okay, 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 okay. Don't hate the player, hit the game. Jeremy needs to do a video about the anime localizers. Creative Dreamcatcher, where were you yesterday? 
This is what happens when you miss the show. I did a whole segment on it yesterday. I did a whole segment on it yesterday. They raise money to help and fight and fight a lot of Canadians, finds court battles. Okay. All right. Good good for them then. All right. I'll I'm just being nitpicky, I think. Uh I have a standalone video ready to upload to YouTube about it though. It goes up today. Can we get everybody to wake up a minute? I need you to wake up. How would you like to wake up? Should we hit some... How about some... How about some flying robots? I have two shotguns. On my home. Mm, yeah. Get up. They're locked. Get up, move around a little bit. There's a metal Get up, move around case. a little bit. We live in an area that's wooded. Somewhat some toe touches. Oh, I can do it. Ah. Just walk out on the back. Ah. Fire two blasts outside the house. Buy shotgun. Buy shotgun. You don't need machine gun. You don't need 30 rounds. Buy shotgun. Hmm. Buy a double shotgun. No, you don't need a flamethrower. No. You don't need a tank. No, you don't. You don't need an AR-15 to scare those thugs away. No, and I don't need a grenade launcher. I don't need an AR-15. There's just one thing I need to do, and they'll stay away from me. Fire two blasts outside the house. Buy a shotgun. Buy a shotgun. Buy a shotgun. Americans could be killed by a drone. Remix. In your bed at night. In your home. Say it isn't so. Americans could be killed by a drone. In a cafe in San Francisco. No. You never get notified. Your notification is the buzz of the drone as it falls. But as it falls in the sky. Overhead before you kill until you're dead. Bombed in your sleep. You won't get a chance to speak. Calm down, Senator. To somehow say we would kill people in cafes is simply false. Yes, sir. It is simply false. We don't want John McCain. Hey, I'm not that bad. Please don't kill me. He will not kill you. Are you gonna drop a missile on Jane Fonda? No, he will not bomb Jane Fonda. Americans could be killed by a drone. Calm down, sir. Flying robots. In your bed at night. In your home. Calm down. Your home. Calm down. Your home. Calm down. Your home. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Two minute chocolate break. Chocolate break. Complex in Utah that will house phone call and email data. This is something that's not our place to decide. The public needs to decide whether these programs and policies are right or wrong. All right, enough of that. Yeah, McC McCain, McCain, nice and warm today. Right now, it's probably about a thousand degrees.
You don't need... <laughs> Lots of topics. Lots of double barrel topics. Oh, where's the Biltong read? My bad. Good afternoon from Anton's in Roanoke, Texas. Free shipping on your Biltong using code THEQ on landofbiltong.com and antonusa.com. Reaper Biltong now available for pre-order shipping on the 30th of January. Reaper Pepper Biltong, that's a big no for me. But if you like spicy stuff, his, beat, his meats can't be beat. <laughs> uh, Dreamcatcher, I've got a standalone video going up on it in like an hour or so. You're good. Home squeeze. Home slice. Buy shotgun. Buy double barrel shotgun. All right. Um, makes me think of this song. You know the, the song they used to play before movies? Like this? It's always a good one. Yep. Mm -hmm. Get up, kids. Get your flappers and your... Mm. Beat my meat. Bill Tong. Sucking on me is really neat. Don't be a jerk and don't be a fool. What are these rules? Remember to keep your shoes on at all times. Don't pull your penis off unless you really don't pull it out. Indecent exposure is a class two felony. <laughs> Your money is now our money. We will spend it on drugs. <laughs> uh the the first Aquatune movie is is uh is pretty genius. The second one's not very good, but the first one's pretty good. All right. <laughs> today's stream is unhinged. And I love it. Yeah, I'm feeling a little. I'm feeling a little unhinged today, boys and girls. 
Your money is now our money. And we will spend it on drugs. Well, it is the 11th day of 2024. It's an election year. You may have heard this thing that happens seemingly all the time. It is an election year, and so it is time to ramp up the censorship. That's right. If you're YouTube and Google, you are getting ready to get down in censorship town. You're ready to absolutely stick it to content creators that may not stick to the pre-approved narratives. How do they censor? Well, there's hard censorship like bannings, which we've seen already start some pretty high profile bans this year already. We also see soft censorship through demonetization, shadow bans, and other things. Well, shadow ban, well, you cover a topic, this, that, and the other stuff. Um, you know, uh, you can't, your video just doesn't show up in search, period. I don't know if you've noticed this, but I've had several emails from fans and viewers who are getting strikes for hate speech for comments they wrote. Not videos they uploaded. They are getting bans. Now, I went and looked when I started getting, uh, you know, when I started looking at, is I thought I'd never heard of this before, right? A viewer emailed me and they're like, hey, I just want to let you know that YouTube's giving out hate speech violations for YouTube comments. And I'm like, what? I haven't heard that. Turns out they actually did institute this like some time ago. I was going to make a video about it, but I was like, oh, well, this has actually been a policy for a while, but it does appear that they are now taking it out on actual viewers too. But so you have the shadow bans, you have, you know, comments not showing up, being automatically censored in the comment sections. These are soft things that Google and YouTube already do. You have hard bans. You also have demonetization, which will... You know, certain creators out there that care more about money than anything, um, you know, creators who are super rich and still refuse to embrace new tech because they don't make enough money on it, um, they can be, I believe, disincentivized to cover certain things because it might impact their earnings. It might cost them, you know, a demonetized video. It might, uh, you know, do anything like that. For example, any videos when I talk about... Um, R-U-M-B-L-E, if I talk about it or if I link my channel in the description, it gets way less views. Now, it's entirely possible that people are less interested in it. Yes, I believe that is entirely possible. But I have seen over and over, I know Memology said something about it. When he took the link to his channel out, his views got better. Things of that nature. There's all sorts of stuff that they're doing. Well, now there's a brand new, I got this, I actually got this email too. I got it today. Um... Dear advertiser, so this is for people that like buy ads on Google and YouTube, okay? In February 2024, Google will update the, quote, inappropriate content policy to clarify the definition of sensitive events. Well, what is a sensitive event? Is it like watching The Notebook? A sensitive event is an unforeseen event or development. So I'm just going to translate this because I've been doing this so long because I'm a thousand years old, right? Because I've been doing this so long, I'm just going to translate what Google is saying and YouTube is saying to what it actually means. Okay. This will be fun. 
So sensitive event is an unforeseen event or development that creates significant risk to Google's ability to provide high quality, relevant information and ground truth and reduce insensitive or exploitative content in prominent and monetized features. This means it applies to any video you upload that they deem fit. And most likely this is about, you know, anybody that might be covering, you know, stuff going on with the election, things of that nature. That's what this means. During a sensitive event, we may take a variety of actions to address these risks. By the way, I want to point something out too to all my beautiful, good smelling viewers. Only on the internet, only on the internet, do advertisers care whatsoever about what their ads apparently appear next to, right? Did advertisers pull ads from CNN during 9-11? They ran commercials. Did advertisers pull ads when they were doing a literal death counter for a year straight from CNN or MSNBC or Fox News? No. Advertisers are 100% fine running ads next to, um, you know, floods or tornadoes or political unrest when it's Fox when it's CNN, when it's MSNBC, but only on YouTube for some reason, suddenly I'm supposed to believe that these people have a problem with it. I actually don't believe they do. I think if Honda buys ads on CNN while they're, sh they're sharing on-the-ground footage from Ukraine, then they'll buy ads on YouTube for people who are covering Ukraine. Right? It continues. Examples of sensitive events include events with significant social, cultural, or political impact. So again, anything they want, such as civil emergencies, natural disasters, public health emergencies, related activities to terror, conflict, or mass acts of bad behavior. So literally, if this is a direct, this is a direct attack at people who cover news, right? That's what this is. They're going to put this in place to make sure John Q public can't grow a channel, can't pay their employees, can't, um, you know, compete against the pre-approved. If you don't think Fox news doesn't do this too. I mean, I got a bridge to sell you. Fox News, MSNBC, CNN, they all toe the line. Just look at how much money, uh, you know, Pfizer spent advertising with Fox News, okay? Uh, I believe Fox News had jab mandates as well. Things like that, okay? This is a direct shot across the bow of people who ever want to talk about news that aren't pre-established. Now would probably be a good time to remind people that I am one of those people and an absolute great way to support is if you're on my Rumble page, or I'll leave a link in the description below, the, uh, the best way to help is to join my locals, join the basement. I do one to two pieces of unique content every single week for my 
locals community. It's five bucks a month. Your $5 goes directly towards my team. That's not just me, but it's also two full-time video editors, a graphic designer, and a social media person. So it's not just me that make this show happen. It's five full-time employees and your $5 per month goes directly towards helping that. Examples of what we prohibit non-exhaustive products or services that exploit, dismiss, or condone sensitive event. So if you sell a t-shirt, you know, all, all that kind of stuff, everyone remembers when Applebee's, remember Applebee's got roasted for uh, running an Applebee's ad during Ukraine footage? I remember that. Do you think Pepperidge Farms remembers that? Oh, it's actually literally at the top of my inbox right now. So the rest of this reads, uh, using keywords related to a sensitive event to drive additional traffic. So if you wanted to cover, you know, that trespassing event, can't use it. Claims that those on, you know, people affected by the sensitive event were responsible for their own or similar instances of victim blaming, blaming claims that the victims of a sensitive event are not deserving of a remedy. What is this? Like, this is just, this is to completely sense, demonetize independent news. That's, that's what it is. Like that, that's all this is, is they're, they're trying to demonetize independent news. That's all this is. This isn't about, you know, spicy content or, you know, unclothedness or anything like that. Cause they already have policies against that. And we see Vivek, Ramas, Vivek Ramaswamy accuses YouTube of using censorship to, quote, uh, affect an election after influencer he did an interview with gets a ban. This is uh, Shaney whatever, best known for doing, like, gotcha interviews with, uh, you know, people about Trump. He got banned from YouTube. Don't know exactly why. It happened immediately after an interview with Vivek. Now he's on Rumble, thankfully. I mean, look, he's getting 50,000 views a video on Rumble. 43,000, 102,000. I wish he would have embraced Rumble earlier. I should be back. Yeah, that was uh that was a um uh freaking restream again. Tomorrow I'm switching to tomorrow I'm switching to uh tomorrow I'm switching to um Rumble Studio. I'm gonna be using Rumble Studio tomorrow. I'm having a sensitive event. I got my stream got Jewish tunneled. This was not a rumble issue, it was restream again. So I'm switching I'm switching to uh I'm switching to Rumble Studio tomorrow. See if that's better.
Here's what I'm going to try to do. We've got more news, but I would like to do a, a minor, a minor uh, push here to join my locals and do a hard ask. I want to try to get, we've got 5,200 people watching. Can we get 20 new members on locals? If you're in a position to, in the chat, you can click the basement down below, or you can click the word, the red, the basement below this video and join right now to support the channel. It's five bucks a month. If you book for the year, you get two months for free. Two pieces at minimum of locals only content every week. I did a live stream there yesterday, uploaded a video there today. I'm also gonna upload another video to locals tomorrow. So if you aren't yet, Rebel Jeremy. <laughs> I didn't fake an arrest though. I mean, no, they're not. No, they actually are arrested. They're not fake arrested. But join. Uh, should you drop the subscription on Rumble and go to locals? You might as well. I'd rather have everyone in the same place. Locals is the number one spot for me. you can do it right now and I'll, I'll keep, I mean, I'm going to keep doing my thing, but I've got to get better about getting people into locals because shit is going to go down in 2024. I don't like using, I don't like using like inflammatory language and civil war, this and civil war that, but it works. I mean, there's Tim pool has 50,000 people paying him $10 a month in his Tim cast club. So, I mean, if he can, if he can do that, I don't, you know, I want to, I want to go about it. I want to provide extra content. I want to at least get that ship my coffee or please email me. Are you waiting on it? Locals has to function. It, it's been much better. The, the stream dropout was not a locals issue it was a restream issue. All right. Right. So, you know, the locals, I think, just took a shit. That's why, um, no, the, the stream for locals did. But we're going to do um, some locals only content tomorrow as well. Let's talk more. Do, be, do, do, be, do, be, do, do. Ba, ba, da, ba, 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 ba. I'll tell you a live number right now. I actually don't know how live it is, but currently four people have signed up. We need 16 more. And by the way, the locals chat is still going. So if you're, if you're a locals member, you can still join the chat. Sam Altman got married today. Don't know who that is. All right. Name sounds familiar. Should I know? Should I know who that is? Don't talk. Watch it.
It's the best woke new show that you're not watching. That's right. Marvel's show, Echo. You know the show that everybody wanted? That everybody wanted. Is finally here. And the rumors are true. It's a complete dumpster fire. The first two episodes are not that offensive. The, you know, I wouldn't say that like, I wouldn't say that like, Echo is the worst show I've ever seen. I don't think that that's the case. But it's not good. Not good at all. And that's kind of true of a lot of modern Marvel shows. New Marvel shows. They're just meh. That's all you can really put out. And I thought that this tweet really kind of personified, really kind of encapsulated where Mar Marvel is. Echo, not the sweet dolphin game from the Sega Genesis, but is a overweight or uh, slightly overweight Native American superhero. Didn't you know you wanted that? I'm not going to spoil anything from the show, but this is this is what I'm talking about. Okay, I just want to talk about a couple of the reviews, and I want to talk about this tweet, which got 4,000 likes from somebody with hashtag free Palestine in their bio. Echo was one of the few times in the MCU where a hero's culture, identity, and heritage is at the forefront of their story. So beautiful. Really? Really? 4,100 people clicked the like button on that. Did they not watch Black Panther? Did they not watch Shang-Chi? Are you kidding me? Like, this is the brainlit goldfish brains. Oh, here's the top reply. Look at this. Black Panther, Captain America, Shang-Chi, Blue Beetle, Black Adam, and Hancock. <laughs> Watching this show will make you go deaf and blind. That's the big thing. So Echo is blind, right? History always begins today. It's always the first woman that ever did anything. And I get it. You know, you got to give people a reason. But the problem is what they want is they want you to watch it because of Native American. They're not talking about the show. They're not talking about the CGI. They're not talking about the fight scenes. They're not talking about the dialogue. They're not talking about the acting. They're not talking about the story. 4,100 likes, 203,000 impressions for literally talking about something that is completely irrelevant, irrelevant to whether a show is good or not. Ever. This is why Marvel is failing. If I mean, there is innumerable... If I want to learn about Native Americans, I could turn on the History Channel and watch innumerable documentaries. 
I don't need Marvel to teach me about Native Americans. I mean, having a deaf superhero, I, I guess. Who cares? Now I have to get some overweight girl girl bossing all over the place. By the way, this is a rated R show, too. Echo is the latest MCU show to drop on Disney Plus, featuring one of the least known characters from Marvel's lineup, superheroes, supervillains, and in this case of uh, who antiheroes. At least that's how Maya Lopez, who has been framed both in the first three episodes of Echo. During her debut in Hawkeye, which aired way back in 2021, Lopez is a member of the Choctaw tribe. When we first met her in Hawkeye, she was the leader of the tracksuit mafia and one of Kingpin's, which is a woman, I think, Queen, whatever, top cronies, in the first episode of Echo. We get into a mixture of her tragic backstory, a bit of recap on Hawkeye, blah, 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 blah. The majority of the story takes place in Oklahoma, and you care about Native Americans, apparently. You know, I, it's so weird that, like, this is, I don't care about anything. Like, none of this stuff matters. It's just consume and then get excited about new product. And this is the best. This we have, who wrote this? Paul Tassie, one of bet it was Paul Tassie. Let me see. Oh, Eric Kane. Okay, okay. Eric Kane's yet relatively reasonable. All told, Echo is fine. Is that the kind of stuff you want to set your DVR to? Oh my God, I sounded old there. Is that the kind of stuff you want? Is that, is that, is that appointment television when somebody says a show is fine? Fine. You see this article from uh, crap junk website cosmic news that gets butthurt every time i read their terrible articles marvel's echo review dumpster fire of a series the first two episodes are decent enough but the series takes a massive nosedive from there my insiders say echo is horrendous and other scoopers say the same when even claim that kevin feiger de feige deemed echo unwatchable and demanded reshoots that's why it's also been said that Marvel decided to release all of the episodes at once, and they were 100% right, as there is simply no way they could have released the series episodically. That I agree with. Echo suffers from poor writing, directing, and editing. The show actually starts off decent enough with the first two episodes, but the remaining three episodes simply unwatchable. If they paid attention to the story, directing, and editing as much as they did the Indian stuff, they might have been good. Well, that's exactly, I mean, that's what it is, right? They, they probably hired a Native American director and a bunch of actual, real Native American actors and actresses. And they're like, let's tell the story about Native Americans instead of like actually making it a good show and then, you know, peppering in the Native American stuff. You know, you have episode four, absolutely nothing happens. And episode five is total garbage. I'm not going to spoil anything. Uh, you see, some others thought the roller rink says make roller skating great again. An obvious dig at Trump. Cringe. Maya also busts right out of the wall, busts out of the wall right through it. Cringe. So they make 
cringe Trump reference. Grandma's fighting, best friend fighting, cringe. Kingpin is a whiny bee. Kingpin has a, a million useless henchmen. Well, so do most people. Maya's Indian powers are cringe. Series is obviously never meant to be rated mature. And those three or four whatever blood scenes were added in later just so they could market, market it as mature. And the star comes off as a sociopath as a kid and, and kills birds and start kicking the ice cream driver. Couldn't help but laugh. I mean, these are not great reviews. It would appear that like this is another absolute dumpster fire. Echo earns mostly positive reviews, but scores a dubious record on Rotten Tomatoes. I suspect we're going to see this show shake out on Rotten Tomatoes very low with fans. You know, very low. It's just another kind of con. It's just content. It's content. And the only people that are interested in watching it are like, ooh, more representation. But here's the fact. Here's here's what Disney actually learned. Well, we don't know if they learned it, but here's what they effed around and found out about over the past, you know, couple of months, years. Is that all these internet weirdos who spend all day online on Twitter um, aren't real people. They aren't actually real. They like and retweet stuff they're bots this this is not what what about the fact that she's a native american makes me want to watch the show there's a million things with native americans in it that are actually good tell me why this story is good no she's brown so it's amazing and powerful it's just i mean this absolute state of marvel right now is hilarious they're making shows exclusively for critics they're making shows exclusively for internet weirdos who spend all day on Twitter. And these people don't watch. They don't watch your shows. They're not paying to see your movies. But they, that's, who they, that's who they listen to. I mean, look at what they did to Gina Carano, right? A bunch of people with trans flags in their Twitter bios uh, used bots to pump up tweets and got the woman fired. Disney cares more than they'll ever admit about what Twitter has to say. And it's really pathetic. And that's how you end up. And look, Echo is fine. Like, it's a fine character to exist. I'm not saying the series can't exist. Wait, is she an amputee also? Good Lord. Are you? No. What? I admit. I don't know a lot about this fringe Marvel character, so sue me. You know, sue me. I don't know about some fringe Marvel character. But I'll tell you what. <laughs> oh my god. It's like the it's like the remember that meme where they're like, how does Vice write articles? And they're just like throwing dildos at the wall and like picking topics. I mean, what? At least there's a claw machine in the shot. Oh, what a disease. <laughs> Is Daredevil in it? Uh, no. Well, I don't know. I have no interest in watching Echo. I'm not going to pretend I've watched it. 
Pac-Man, she supposedly beats Daredevil and Kingpin is a man who supposedly be she, she beats as well, of course. Cocktail says, anyone else looking forward to the debate between Gavin McInnes and Nick Fuentes tonight? Um, it's on Center TV, but I think it's free on the Rumble channel too. Uh, I'm not, but I, if people get entertained by it, then I hope they enjoy it. I mean, it's like, I'm, I mean, I don't care about it. Uh, Godborn says, you're going to cover the Jew Tunnel. <laughs> I don't know. Is there any actual new information about the Jew Tunnel? And then Godborn says, Jeremy censors Google uh, rants. No, I don't. Is there any actual information on the, on the tunnels? Here's the problem with the Jew Tunnel coverage, right? All I know is what other people tell me. So if I'm reporting what other people tell me, people either say I'm cucking for, for uh, Israel or that anything anyone says you can't believe, or anything a Jew says you can't believe. So, like, I literally can't report on it unless I go there and look myself. Abra Hamp, I'm glad you love this chat. We work hard at keeping people fun in chat. She got her powers following me to Nevada baby fetuses. Oh, I hope that's true. By the way, if you're enjoying the show, if you're enjoying the show, please do click that follow button. I'm live every day at 1 Eastern. Don't cover the Jew Don't cover the more irrelevant movie. Look, I've, 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 I've had conversations with the noticers. I don't know what you want me to. T it's like the noticers will only be happy if I say the Jews were trafficking babies through there. And that's an absolute fact. I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm, yeah, you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. When they find the Holy Grail, you can cover it again. Yeah, if there's any evidence, you know. I don't, I don't want to just... <laughs> Red Fox. <laughs> so I have to do... Um, I have to do all my standalone videos now. Wait, Hot Missouri Teacher... Tell me more. Film the next Marvel movie in the Jew tunnels. Everyone's happy. Not the Palestinians and not the, that not the, uh, the pro Palestinian people that are blocking the roads. Oh, teacher with uh, teacher student sex. Dad was arrested. I saw that. I saw that. You know, apparently the dad allowed it. From what I, I'm looking it up, the dad allowed it. She doesn't look hot to me. Wait, here's another one in Texas. That was last night. That looked used. Texas teacher, teacher Steve, uh, gave student top grades in exchange for sex. <laughs> Rape. That's not really rape as much as it's prostitution, right? Show us. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. This was a different teacher having sex with students. 
Oh damn, she is cute. She's cute for a pedophile. I mean, she looks like she's trailer trash a little bit, but I kind of like them trashy. That's a good looking pedophile. This is, I'd have to see the rest of her body, but she has the face of a Wisconsin six because she has hardcore resting bitch face. I'd have to, I'd have to like, she's only 26. Oof. I need to find a better picture. See, she's a little, she's a little thicker than I, than see when you got to get the full body picture before I can give her the actual rating. <laughs> this picture. Cause she looks like she, she's see like this picture. It looks like her body extends out. She doesn't look fit. She's got a Wisconsin six face. Ah, but I don't know what else is going on there. This is a new segment of rate that pedophile. Well, that did not work at all. Rate that pedophile. Reimagined. <laughs> um, I mean, this chick's a pedophile. She's having sex with a 16-year-old. Like, she can't go to the bar and get all the dick she wants. This is the thing. I know people like, I like my pedo skinnier. That's true. Um, here's the thing about these women that I'll never, I mean, like we joke, like we joke, you know, but like, this is a, somebody who's sick in the brain. I mean, she's at least attracted this, a girl that looks like this, uh, Lord of the Ring. I did read your rumble rant earlier. I did read it. Whoop, more like whoopsie Goldberg, am I right? It reminds me of Rocco's joke from the Boondocks Saints. I'll have a Coke then. God bless Jeremy, the Rumble chat, and always God bless America. I didn't read that. I did miss it. That's what I'm saying, mister. That's exactly what uh, Mr. Polk. She could get any dude at last call. Guaranteed. This girl could get dicked down six days a week if she wanted. If she went to just some bar. She'd get all the dicks she wants. That's why I'm saying... That's why I'm saying she's a pedophile. Oh, hey, uh, Adam. How you doing, bud? Maybe play some COD this afternoon? Adam, uh, you know, Grape Jelly is a fellow Wisconsinite. I th I'm saying she's a Wisconsin 6, maybe 7. Depends what the rest of the body looks like. But, like, I'm just saying, like, if you're 26 having sex with a 16-year-old, you have a problem. This girl could get all, this, all the dick she wanted. Like all the dicks, she could go to any bar and have sex with adults, but she chose a 16 year old. That's, that's why I don't th like, I don't play the whole like nice part. Yeah. No dick on the Sabbath. She gets dick six days a week. She could go to any local bar around me and, and, and pick out the, probably one of the better looking guys and get, have sex every night. There's a reason she chose a 16 year old student. You know what I mean? 
I've seen some magic happen at bar clothes, but I'm saying this girl could have sex with anyone, you know, a large portion of the population her own age, but she chose a 16-year-old. So she's got, you know, and the dad who allowed it is a f idiot. You know, the dad who allowed it is an idiot. She would come over to their house and see the victim while he was present. So to the dad, they were dating. To the dad, they were dating. Wait, she's got herpes? Are you winning, son? Yeah. <laughs> nah, I don't think you're that cool of a dad. Like, you had, you you got to be kind of stupid. Like, you can't let, I mean, I got, you know, what state is this in? Because some states, it's 16. 16 is the age of consent. So I don't know what it is in that particular state. She's chunky and has a child. She could still get laid any night of the week in Wisconsin. I know you guys, most of you guys are just joking, but if for everyone saying, and I, I'm going to just ruin this for you, okay? For everyone saying sweet dad, okay? If it was your 16-year-old daughter and an attractive male 26-year-old teacher, would you still be saying nice You know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you'd be like, I'd be getting the shotgun, get the wood chipper. So if it's bad when a man does it, then it's bad when a woman does it. I'm not saying that a 16 year old can't be mature. I'm just saying, you know, if it's, if, if you can say the same thing and be cool with it, if it was your daughter, then okay. Then unless you're being. You know, you're being fair, but both of their fathers failed them. And on that note, you can't ruin this for me. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, with that note, we're going to dip for today's show. We'll be back in 22 hours live tomorrow, covering all of the craziness that happens tonight and tomorrow morning. Thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate you. Love you. Appreciate you. Please consider joining my locals by clicking the basement down below. Would absolutely love to see you over there. Get taken advantage of uh, some members-only content, things of that nature. If you haven't yet, make sure you click that follow button, and we'll see you in 22 hours. Meow.